Ride, ride the snake. Ride the snake. Marry the snake. Ride the snake. We'll get this thing going. It's going. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by... Trace Finnecaro. And... Anaconda Manaconda Kowanda. That is a one Gunner Kennedy. Gunner, the acronym AMC clearly means many different things to to everyone. Uh, but you said that one bit in particular, maybe going out of business. Uh, could you just elaborate on that? Which company it is, what they do, and so how it relates. In 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 the latest. We spent way too much damn money uh, making ourselves look bigger than we really are and can't afford to not be open for a week. Um, so AMC had their stock downgraded like 50% at the end, like at the end of March. And now all of their uh, institutional lenders and loaners are hiring lighter lawyers to basically go to the mat with them because like, not only did uh, one of my friends actually works for them down in Texas. I mean, not like in a real role, but like they, they, so like they sent everybody home really early. Like okay. even before like, the stay at home orders started going through, like, cause this is in Texas and Texas didn't even get that till like, I think last week. Uh, uh, parts of Texas still don't. But, but, but yeah. So and I guess where they, like, yeah. So AMC had closed all their theaters. And uh, they just furloughed their entire executive staff, including the CEO. So that's an interesting conversation. Like, because who does that? The board does that or like the CEOs in charge? You know, again, it's like I want is is it like Odin going into the all sleep, uh, the Odin sleep to wait for the the start of the new cycle? Like the, the executive management just like descend down Batman style shoots in the boardroom into like cryopods and await for the cursed earth to pass by. Wait for a Ragnarok. Yes. <clears throat> and it's all, you know, it's like, the, it's like, you know, like the, 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 it's an old dude and he's like not jacked, but he's got the Odin armor on. Like, you I know, bet you, I bet you they're wishing for Ragnarok money right now. Oh yes, they are. They're, 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 they're wishing, they're wishing for, uh, oh, what the, fr- what, what was the one with the, the elves? Remember the the second Thor movie that nobody talks oh, about? Oh God, the Dark World. Oof. The Dark World. They're wishing One for the Dark worst. World. They're wishing for Dark World money right now. You know, like uh, Fye, which was at one point the Wall, the record store. They stayed in yep. business selling Funko Pops and all the like garbage. What would AMC be good at selling? Nothing. They're um, fucked. They're absolutely I, fucked. I think they're pretty good at selling you overpriced popcorn. Well, actually, yes, that's their thing. Is that their t- their tickets are like twice the price of everywhere else, and that's their thing. But their popcorn's cheap. What if what if they sent their staff right to Walmart, which they probably wouldn't be considered essential employees? But it's like, you know, like the Girl Scout cookies. They sit out front and they, they're like, "Hey, you know, give me twenty dollars and take away a bunch of Girl Scout cookies." Wouldn't it be funny if they were just standing out there with fresh? Well, I, I shouldn't even call it fresh. With very hot artificially flavored popcorn and be like, you know, for $20, I'll give you this small bag of popcorn. Um, We'll accept your donation to keep uh, AMC in business. By the way, what does AMC stand for? Uh, Actually, they kind of wobble back and forth, but I believe the original one was American multi-cinema, but you know, corporation corporations change their names. Actually, it used to be, it, it became a recursive acronym. 
So oh. AMC is for AMC multi cinemas. Oh, even better. You know, there's a lot of recursive acronyms in the computer industry mm-hmm. because it's funny, but I think it can it really confuses the, the consumer. Ninja is not just air. Because it's like, well, well, what does the A in 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 AMC multi cinema stand for? Oh, well, it stand the A actually stands for American multi cinema. Okay, but what 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 does that A stand for? And it's only makes sense to somebody who programs because it's a snake eating its tail, which is very effective in programming. I am very, thing, very effective. I, I, I am the thing. I am the thing I describe. Yeah, the thing I describe is me. Yeah, Wade, there's. Uh, you realize that you're lot, not you're not a person. You're just a Wade shaped Wade. I am. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, a Wade also does emo. Is actually what Wade stands for. That's right. And the W in 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 Wade is actually an abbreviation for Wade. That's actually absolutely true. <laughs> All these things are true. So besides popcorn, they could probably stay in business by selling other overpriced items like a soft drink. Uh, an entire ham. You can get that at a movie theater? Or is no. this you're, you're just trying to expand their menu? I'm just trying to expand their menu. Well, because, yeah, they're not they're not like a gastro theater like uh, the Alamo Draft House or something like that. I just, you know, because we, we, we talked about some of that stuff, too. Like, you know, like you're... It's just like this might this might actually push it into just being like there's only the premium experience. You know, well, like, two or, yeah, we, two we, or three we, episodes ago, we talked about how if this went on for long enough, even if the, I don't even think it, it, I don't even, I don't actually even know if it was in reference to COVID. It may have been even longer ago, but we were like you know with technology uh, improving, you know. People would rather just stay home and stream than go to a movie theater. That might be the reality <laughs> after this. There may really be no, not many other options. But, but you know, like maybe it's just like the only things that survive are things that are not necessarily just the thing that they were before. You know, like I, I know in Austin they were having a bunch of issues because they made the Alamo Draft House close, and they're not like a big chain, but like you know those basically the restaurant theater thing. Like that yeah. might only be the that might be the only one that can kind of make it because it's hard to make margin on just a restaurant and it's hard I don't to make know margin man on just and, the, theater. and this is why I don't know if that those would survive. So and Gunnar, you know just as well, probably significantly more than I do, as far as distribution deals and rights. Yep. If they if this if all this shit goes to streaming. These companies aren't gonna like help help theaters out to distribute well, their movies. Like, so so here here's here's the caveat to that. What happens if somebody like Netflix comes in and buys a theater chain? Yeah, I don't know they why just, they would. Well, because of bullshit arbitrage it, rules that prevent that prevent I don't, I, I don't Netflix see why productions from being considered real Hollywood stuff. And I mean like I, one you can it say, would just be a, it would just be it would just be sucking cash. I don't I don't understand how why they would spend their money there. It's no, it's no, the no, polar I, I, opposite of where they are. No, and, and to, to what your, I think should happen sorry. is companies like AMC. That's fine. Um, companies like AMC should actually do it like the what the ball games have been doing and start bringing their prices down. Which unfortunately, the, the the movie theaters don't really have the flexibility to do that because they need to make their money back. They need to pay for the people that are staffed and the licensing of the material. But 
you should be selling the experience. If you're going to charge, if you're going to charge $10 for, for a bucket of popcorn and only offer it in three sizes where the, the smallest is $7, right? And it's like one fifth the amount of popcorn. If you're going to make your profits off of, off of something like popcorn, right? Which is huge markup. What you need to do is you need to fill the theater, right? You need to fill the theater with people that didn't spend a lot to get in there. And now they're going to spend all their money on popcorn. Yeah. And the, 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 the baseball parks have figured this out because not as many people go to baseball games, right? They, they, they might be more interested in watching PewDiePie uh, stream, you know, him playing some video game and they, they don't really have the incentive to see humans run around um, and play baseball. So some of the baseball parks are like, well, you know what, let's see, let's try this out. Let's see what happens when we just charge a dollar to get in. And now all of a sudden the stadiums are packed. And what happens is that packed stadium, they still buy food, right? So they might have a promotion that goes along with it, a dollar hot dog or, or, or a dollar, you know, a certain type of beer, but it gets people in the door and then they spend money while they're there. The problem is that people don't want to go to begin with, right? And it is a problem that's been happening for a long time. For baseball, I would say football is still quite healthy packing the stadium and charging exorbitant uh, amount of money, well, yeah, money for tickets. Football's yeah. got, but football might be at the problem where effectively like you're they're 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 making money. They're not necessarily healthy. I mean, like, you know, like it, it's like one of the thing, one of the systemic exposures. I mean, like the the NFL, the NFL may have the worst player pay rate out of all of them oh yeah there are no guaranteed contracts the nfl is like absolutely if the, you go to the, the nfl you're the you're in the worst case as an athlete like you're yeah, the, well, with, with the exception of maybe professional wrestlers uh well or nhl the ho hockey's rough yeah. too but but you know but that's that that might be the only thing but yeah they're like one they're like one they're liable they like they get found liable for doing traumatic brain injuries or something like that or like you just get you get somebody who needs to like make their bones and like make a point of okay we're going to we can't you know the way that football is played is just horrendously unhealthy yeah and we're going to make it so expensive for you to do it like this that they're going to have to calm it down Listen, and if they it calms down football is Football will not be football will not nearly be as entertaining with people without people beating the absolute fuck out of each other. It's kind of a weird scenario, um, and I would have completely agreed and maybe even taken it further when all the CTE shit came out. But all the CTE shit is out there. They literally just got they're negotiating a deal with the players for the next the CBA for the next I don't know I think it's three or four years. Numbers have not gone down of people putting their kids in to football. It's I thought that I mean I thought the scare was real and I and I think the scare is real, but I think people are just like, well, people people don't take coronavirus <laughs> self isolation yeah. thing seriously. You're fucking social distancing. What, is, what does CTE stand for? Uh, cranial trauma. Is it cranial tr cerebral trauma? Maybe. Ah, Encephal. Er, no, it, it's it concussion tr triggered encephalitis. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, not cranial. Gotcha. So basically, what happens is that uh, you're if you're if you what it, no, it's chronic traumatic encephalitis. Encephalitis. Okay, Sorry. together, Sorry. together, you guys would have came up with it eventually. <laughs> yes. Well, this is but this is you, our listeners don't know yet, but this is the acronym episode. 
It is. <laughs> so the acronym is important. You know, the acronym of this episode is actually AMC, <laughs> which they'll know when they see the title. Um, so they already know this because they saw the title. Uh, but uh, the, 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 the theater issue I find to be interesting because it's almost like an empty shopping mall problem, right? Where you have these this area with a lot of seats. It's like, well, what else are you going to do with it? Are, are, is it just going to sit there vacant, which is there's a good chance of that. Could it be yeah. reutilized for streaming events, right? So I know you said Netflix, and I'm like, no way, that's a terrible idea. But something that's just like Netflix, which would actually make sense to buy out AMC, is a service like Twitch. They get some of their streamers, right? The streamers that have millions of viewers well, at a time. You, you get that. those streamers in the same building. They're all hanging out, or, or the, the, the the watchers, not the streamers. They're all hanging out in the same building. Doesn't, eating doesn't some Tencent overpriced owns, popcorn. Doesn't Tencent own Twitch? Oh, uh, that's maybe. terrifying if they do. <laughs> you know, yeah, actually, you talk about yes. Twitch. Ten, they uh, actually, they're... Like a majority investor or something? No, I'm sorry. Amazon, Amazon owns Twitch. I'm sorry. Yes, Amazon yeah. owns Twitch. Tencent, yeah. Tencent started so their that, own competitor to Twitch. So that makes more sense. And then Amazon will make it make something where there will be certain prime Ooh, items actually, that you can so buy that is, that and they'll actually, deliver to you while you're watching. No, no, that actually, that, that, make, that, that actually would make... Um, I mean, like... The thing is, is AMC owns the real estate that most of their theaters are in. And that actually makes what some this, sense if... What if this went What if this went more like an Uber uh, uh, ride share? Okay, hear me out, right? Future of movies, theaters, not movies, but movie theaters, right? What if it was like a ride share thing, right? And there was like a way that you could just rent that room. And I say, hey, we're having a watch party. We're going to be doing it at this cinema, right? It used to be owned by the America American Multi Cinema or the AMC Multi Cinema, but now it's owned by now it's the Amazon Multi Cinema, and we are, while you're there, you get free Wi-Fi. They have some type of entertainment thing, and you wait for the theater to release. And when that releases, you and your friends are the only ones that gain access to it, and then you can actually watch it on the big screen pause it, whatever you need to do, you know, probably within some margin so that you don't, you don't uh, make the next group wait. What if it turned more into like an on-demand ride sharing where you could just book it with a smartphone app and then just go rent out this theater for a little while? It just sounds like Chuck E. Cheese, bro. Why? Because that's what Chuck E. Cheese is. Chuck you, e. Cheese. Rent out a, you rent out the ball pit in the, in no, the area to play in, right? No. Well, Chuck E. Cheese is is more like it's more you just you just go in, you eat, and then you leave. It's you kind of you're free you to go in. Reserve and, a room to, to have a party have, in, and only if you have a birthday party. But that's every every restaurant, every entertainment allows you to book for a big party. You know what I'm saying? But this like, is just what then? This is this is just. It's like it's like a mini theater experience. You're doing theater rentals. I have no idea. There's probably no business for it, Wade. <laughs> just no, there, I, mean, just no, I mean, like, if, if I'm not it, saying that there's not. Point, it just sounds kind of like a like a like an event hall, essentially. Yes, but an event hall that has seats and a huge screen. Because if you ever go, to, if you ever book a conference room, they don't mm -hmm. have a screen. Some of them do, but it's like an overhead. It's like it's not designed right, for. Yeah, it's not really designed for. Um, yeah, I know. I call it an overhead <laughs> product of the '90s. Um, yeah, they they just have a projector that has a computer hookup, which is nice. But then you'd have to like have the the movie with you. It wouldn't really work, right? Well, 
I'm I'm kind of still kind of on the idea of like it, Amazon actually perfectly nails it because yeah, it, it, yeah, it, would, yeah. it would be it would be like when they got uh Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no, I agree. I agree. They have, they have the back end. They have mm-hmm. the distribution deals already signed. They have the yep. original media that they're doing. I mean, it's kind of like how people are talking about Apple might end up, you, you know, and again, besides people <laughs> being fucking speculative and we want this horrible hell corporation world, you know, Apple buying fucking Disney after they tank for. Wouldn't it be messed up if they made the Amazon delivery drivers clean out the nasty ass theaters the theaters <laughs> yeah like you're done doing your rounds because you know at this point you let's admit amazon is is essentially also mm-hmm. a ups it's also a fedex yes. right they delivered for the christmas this year they delivered more than half of their own parcels that's fucking insane i i'm I'm terrified of the image of that the Amazon actually successfully built humanoid robots. But any rope and like but the problem was is that when they made them, they had too much value of their own existence to do the jobs that Amazon workers do. So like they just keep hiring Amazon workers because they made the robots to do it. And then the robots were like, This is stupid. Why would we? You're talking like, about just, arrogant robots that just keep hiring arrogant robots? No, I'm so saying that the, ro- the robots, the robots like, becoming would, self-aware. Yeah. And, and, and then, and then re the, the humans. Yes. And then just well, like, well, having the same thoughts that humans well, are having. I mean, not even that. And the reason they were to, to, to make the robots. And then the robots are like, why the fuck would we do this? Possibly. I think the robots would realize that they can make more robots that are way more efficient than us humans. If they get AI down, they'll be like, no, we can do this. We could figure this out. I mean, your energy source has to come yeah, out the of the ground, is, like eat the apples. Is, Our energy source can come just directly from the sun. We are a plant and a human. Fuck you. What is like the catch twenty two where we build a robot that's smaller than smarter than us, but then the robots realize that anything they make would potentially become smarter than them and disempower. Like so, you know, it's like it's like the, the after the second pass, they realize it was a mistake to do what. They did, so they're just like, okay, we're just gonna we're, we're keeping the humans around because they can't overpower us, but we also don't want to make anything that's potentially smarter than us in the end. I want to see, I want to see robots start getting jealous of cer- certain emotions that we have, and, tr- and like really try their hardest, like not emotions but senses, like like have them watch us eat a, eat a steak. Right, I'm a vegetarian, by the way, but it's steak is delicious. I would be dumb of me to not admit that. It smells delicious and it also tastes delicious. And if you overcook it, then you're an idiot. I've heard, I've heard that pangolin, I've, I've heard the pangolin tastes better if it's scared. What's pangolin? Oh, pangolins are pangolin uh, they're like little cool. Asian uh, armadillos almost, but Armadillo. cuter. Oh, yeah. and they taste good. They're an endangered they're an endangered animal because they're, oh, so they can't they're, eat they're kind of popular. They're well, no. Oh, it depends. You're not supposed to eat them, but China has different. China has different. Uh, enforcement practices on that particular trend, but China also, is best. It was one of the potential sources of the virus that shall not be named. The, oh. the human zero, the human zero day flaw. Yeah. So, um, um, but and, yes, and, and I want to rephrase that. You're not an idiot if you if you overcook your steak. You're an idiot if you like it overcooked. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I don't. I don't know why. Yeah. It's beef can be eaten raw. I mean, why would so, you? So, why would someone, you someone make it that chewy? What's that? Someone who's an immense power over your life right now prefers them horribly overcooked with ketchup on them. Who? 
You're in your life or my life? Oh, you're talking about your president. (laughs) Oh, we got to be careful. We don't have it. We don't have an AMC acronym for him. Oh, can we make a few? We could. We could probably come on. Come off. uh, Probably could. Another mammoth cunt. The Mandarin. (laughs) Another Mandarin Cheeto. Oh God. Yes. (laughs) Mandarin Cheeto is that. That's kind of redundant because you got like the orange. Anti-Mandarin uh, Cheeto. Not bad though. Asshole Mandarin Cheeto. I, I would go with the anti-Mandarin Cheeto. I wanted to get like the make America no, great again still, and kind of rearrange it into AMC, but I couldn't figure out a way to do it in my head. So anyway, you know, a robot would be staring at us. We would be like cutting a steak, one that's not overcooked. Um, and we would eat it. And they would watch our reaction. They'd be like, man, I don't feel that way when I get recharged. Fuck. We got to redo ourselves. We got to find something that does that to us. And then you start drilling holes in people's heads, using them (laughs) as puppets. Probably, you know, and the matrix all over over again, just to taste steak. They're not going to, they're not going to be horny, right? Robots? You don't know that. I mean, like, let's, yeah. Let's be real. Mm. Half of humanoid robot development is specifically for that purpose. Thanks, thanks, Asia. <laughs> thanks, Japan. You know, I, it's, you know, it, it wasn't until I was an adult that I realized that the term "horny" came from animals that grew horns. I was not aware. Yeah, during mating season, you know, certain animals they grow horns like deer. <laughs> To like battle each other with, yeah, I guess it makes sense. So, if there's horns, then they're it's mating season. So when a human is horny, it's really a play on the concept that the animal is has I, horns. He's horny. I think we're a little bit off on this. I think you're like ninety five percent right. The animals always have horns, but they use them during mating season. They actually actually use them on well, each other during. It's actually season. it depends on the animal, right? Okay, and, gotcha. Um, and deer lose their horns each season. I thought each season they do. Yeah, they grow back bigger, which is why you want more points. But they lose them. I didn't know. I didn't know they lost them. I thought maybe they. I know they grew. I thought they grew like trees, almost like they shedded like the outer layer or something. But no, they just grow back. Okay. I learned something today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can actually read it straight from sciencing.com, which I don't even know if that's a real website, but that's the first result. <laughs> but it says deer shed antlers in early December through March. Yep. After mating season, they shed them. That's crazy. But the reason I was talking about horny is one of my crushes growing up. Do you guys remember? Um, <laughs> this is a terrible, terrible segue, but um, you remember Alyssa Milano? She was dressed in all leather. Yes, I'm what, very, very. Was it 1-800-COLLECT? Is that what it was? What was the commercial for? I think it was Teen Steam. Am I wrong on that? Damn, I don't know. No, wasn't, wasn't, it, the, wasn't it the William Shatner thing? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, you it was, remember it was, the leather outfit, was, right? Uh, anyway, um. She's in the news recently. I don't, not not oh. such a good look for Alyssa. So I, I 
I will take the lead on this one. And Gunnar, you've heard a little bit about this. You can fill in the gaps on the stuff that I fuck up. Um, okay, so Melissa, Alyssa Milano, if everyone knows what the Me Too you movement is in this country, um, a lot of people started coming out uh, with stories how they were sexually harassed or sexually abused or raped even in some cases in um, – a lot of like Hollywood actresses and things like that came out. Harvey Weinstein was a major target. Um, and that turned out he's a real piece of shit. Uh, Bill Cosby, another major target, also turned out to be a real piece of shit. But then uh, the movement gained a little too much steam. And um, Alyssa Milano was one of the kind of front runners of this is where anyone that came out with an allegation uh, it was wrong to question the allegation. Like they should have, they should be heard and they should be listened to. And anyone that said, Hey, you know, like, should we fact check this or should we maybe get the other side of this? Uh, kind of got talked over. Um, some good examples of this. Actually, the prime example of this, a great example of this is uh, Johnny Depp um, and his wife, Amber. Heard is that I, I might be screwing her name up, but so you know a lot of th- there were a lot of guys who were maybe not that nearly as well known as Johnny Depp, but they had accusations levied against them that were either extremely exaggerated or false. And honestly, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the guy. Um, like Brett Kavanaugh was a pretty good example where mm-hmm. nothing gets mentioned for 30 years, 40 years when he finally is about to make, you know, a pretty large political leap. Let me reiterate, I don't know the guy well enough to say that I like the guy. His testimony on the stand was was kind of asinine. I'm not so sure he he should be <laughs> a Supreme Court or anywhere near it. But that being said, you know, an accuser comes out of the woodworks from college and it's, you know, some people were like, well, why now are you doing this? You know what I mean? And those people kind of got shit on. Because you shouldn't quite because the 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 the, the motto kind of was you don't question you know what I mean they just they tell their side and to question their their validity or their reason for it is you know kind of secondary. So Uncle Joe Biden, I guess, had an accuser uh, a little while ago, uh, and the accuser went to uh, a publication, um, either a publication or some sort of organization. Um, that is a non-for-profit. And Alyssa Milano made a statement, uh, I'll paraphrase that, as I don't have Twitter. So, you know, uh, not not everyone should just should just have accusations thrown, that have accusations thrown of them should be considered guilty. Like, I've done my due diligence on this, and, you know, the, the organization that she went to said there was not enough evidence, which is not true, actually. The... Uh, this was in an interview. Uh, someone was interviewing her, and they kind of said, "Well, you know, obviously you must have done your due diligence. We have to trust that you've done that." And she gave this reason, and they actually ended up going to the source, this organization, and said, and "I want to say it was like a some sort of a media outlet." And they said the reason that they didn't do it is because they were afraid if they went after a presidential candidate, specifically so close to the election that because this candidate has so so much sway and power that their nonprofit status would be revoked and then they would have to eventually shut down. So that doesn't really sound like a very 
that doesn't sound yeah. a that that has nothing to do with there wasn't enough evidence. It had nothing right. to do with the evidence. It had everything to do with uh, we're actually afraid of this guy that, yeah. <laughs> that you're levying this accusation against. He has an immense amount oh. of power, and we don't. It's like well, it's Harvey Weinstein. Right? It's both, right? Because it's in some ways you are tampering with an election, right? And that is an injustice Mm -hmm. to the people. So I can understand the argument, but you're right. It's counter to the point that she had made previously. And by the way, for the listeners listening, we episode 33, if you go back uh, December 2018, uh, Tech Giants and Accusations, we cover this exact same scenario um, with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, He was accused... um, Multiple people came out um, making accusations about sexual advances, um, really in reaction to this uh, to this movement, um, which he had good denials for. So, what's the backlash that Alyssa Milano is getting for all of this? Well, so now you have, I mean, you have essentially one of the poster children for the Me Too movement, essentially saying. Well, wait, 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 wait. I meant everything I said until it was Joe Biden, my personal friend. Like, we can't, we have to vet this. Whereas before it was kind of like, listen to the stories, go after these scumbags. Now it's like, well, wait, let's not Joe. Joe's my friend. So he can't be guilty of this. Like, we have to, we have to, we have to hold our tongues on this. Joe's a good guy. So she's, so she's being accused of being a hypocrite, really. Her her points aren't necessarily wrong. It's just people are like, People are pretty much WTFing their face. Well, I mean, honestly, when the face of your organization who has been so staunch in just just accusing people all of a sudden says that's not how we do it. That's the death of the fucking movement. Well, there's 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 one other thing that's very important about this. What's that? Which is the organization itself is. Uh, as I'm trying to pull up the, the name of it, but the the, the gist of it, it, the one of the big things is is that organization is run by a, like Joe Biden's election staff like they're they're oh. double, like there's there's overlap in that camp oh. like there's a direct conflict of interest yeah 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 no that is a conflict of interest and that that the me too like, yeah yeah you almost have to be it, you have it, to again, be apolitical like, in her in her position she really should be apolitical i get it though i mean you have to be you don't want the republic to fall right and I mean, him well, being I, our president, I think, I don't I think, think, I think it's we might the first be there. time, right? <laughs> if, if, dude, if if not to get too political, but if Biden is the guy that the DNC, if if Biden is the choice, I'm just it's pointless to even allow him to run. Like the guy looks so fucking feeble and dumb, and essentially every <laughs> well, dude. Like in, and I wish he wasn't, but he sounds awful. <laughs> Well, no, no, like they talk about his stutter and everything else. It's like, not his stutter; it's his confusion of fucking fight. No, 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 no. I no, I, I wait. I, I'm like again. Are you stuttering? This is maybe this maybe this is enabling behavior because I'm not. I'm not. I think he's too old. Completely fucking agree. I think he's too tired, and the fact that there's not been any, there's not been any fucking. Like his whole thing is he's just fucking sitting back and letting things go. And I get like where you could say in theory that like, you know, I don't want to, you know, like this whole coronavirus situation. Again, we talk about the thing, you know, Bernie's you gotta turn it into an acronym. his head off. You got to turn it into an acronym. Um, you don't have to do it on the fly, though. Another motherfucking coronavirus. <laughs> another, <laughs> another, 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 another motherfucking COVID. Another yes, mention right. of Corona. <laughs> another mention of Corona. 
but Bernie's screaming his fucking head off in the Senate trying to fucking like put put the tax to people. Like he's still talking, you know, like and again, like whatever. You know, like the fact that like there's no <coughs> why is there no one? Why is there no one? Why is there fucking win no one we can put up front that isn't ten years probably away from death, Max? Why is there no one? Well, you know, like that. that <laughs> isn't, Everyone's isn't this, fucking isn't, ancient isn't the whole right now. Now they're gonna like because it takes. They're gonna. They're gonna sneak. To they're gonna sneak in at the back takes, of the it takes a lifetime to to plot the take the, the takeover of the entire union. I mean, how long has has Bernie Sanders been working on coronavirus, and he finally got it released so that we can all get universal health care? Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely a democratic conspiracy. It's a no, it's a Vermont <laughs> conspiracy. Yeah, I mean, he raises bats. I mean, that's what I heard. It and it's and a he put he put the virus into the bat that was eaten by the Chinese because the Chinese eat bats. Chinese is communist, and so is Bernie. As, 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 as a homeowner. Holy shit. I heard he uses a Chinese Truth. cell phone. It was manufactured in China. I heard that he eats Chinese food. I heard that his fans made in China. In America. But All honestly, is it, not, is it not concerning that we, like, we don't have a viable candidate younger than fucking 65 years old? I mean, and they're in their 70s. Like, it's not... Like I'm yeah. for somebody like I don't know 58, 57 to kind of have your shit shit together enough well, to go and, beat and, and, a blown up Cheeto. That's all I need you to do. FK was forty six. No, Look what happened to him people. though. I don't know if the I don't know. The last great president, man. I I kind of feel like that is that that's where we peaked as far as presidents go. Well, you know, but, but you know, like uh, I freaking I watched that freaking uh, Joe Rogan with. Eric Weinstein and it just like it just it triggered it triggered every one of my fucking like spot points was it was but, it a full conspiracy yeah, the theory is, the spot no 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 uh, Eric, Weinstein's what they call my, my what your G spot you're gonna trying spot. to find out which spots that it triggered <laughs> well no because like it, it, he, does, he doesn't want to tell you which spots no, that's okay they just, no, it, so <laughs> His, Where his like, thing tell is like, tell me how where you tell me how your body is stimulated. I want to know how your body is stimulated. Like, I fuck you and start talking over me right now. Uh, tell me where to tickle. Tell me where to slap. <laughs> how can she slap? How can she slap? <laughs> All right, sorry, Gunnar. Go ahead. We're being. <laughs> That's okay. Um. Well, no, but the, the fact is that there's not a single fucking wartime conciliary in that entire crew that ran. And the only one that even the only one that was even remotely there is somebody I had immense problems with because she had, she's up in, she's up to her eyeballs in this, like, uh, what is it? India's, uh, PM right now, Modi, who's like this super militant, uh, Hindu nationalist leader. Who's basically, you know, like if there's going to be, if there's going to be a nuclear conflict, he's going to light one off with Pakistan. If he has his right. way, but you know, yeah, Tulsi, because Tulsi's the only one that's like actually like you know, like you listen, like when they had the freaking uh, Army Corps of Engineers general on, you know, like you just listen to him, like here's here's our plan. We've identified, you know, like like when you listen when they're talking about things that they're doing, they have plans, and it's not like we have 
have the most beautiful people working on things. It's like we've identified these buildings in these areas. We've talked about we have models of like how we can convert them into hospitals within a certain amount of time. We found contractors. We have general bids. We got people on the ground. We have boots on the ground within this period of time. You know, like it's it's. I'm telling you, man. It's we've gone. There's, we've there's gotten not, so far, a, and it's just going to go further. Are you back to yeah, another mention of Corona? The big no. nap. No, but Eric Eric Weinstein was talking about what they call he he calls it the big nap, and that's like the perfect summation of like how, <laughs> how you know, like the situation is. <laughs> well, in the army, the big nap. We're we're, we're we're dealing with the consequences of the big nap. Yeah, we just let shit slide, and we put our heads in the sand after World War II. We just got this period of anomalous quiet in human civilization, and GDP just kept going. You know, like our fucking the you know like the fucking economics of the planet kept going up. And around 1973, when the first fucking big oil shock thing came in, and effectively ended the advancement of most of the population of the planet. You know, like the milk. You know, again, like you know, you can you go the egocentric thing where the American like the American middle class income has not gone above its equivalent from 1970, but GDP is effectively quintupled to, to you know, like quintupled to sextupled. Yeah. yeah. Sextupled. But that's more than the big you know, nap. It's like, that's we're in, that's, we're in the that, of- that's capitalism has just gone insane. Well, and, it's, and all of yeah. the monopolistic, all the, all these, yeah, these monopoly go. protections that are, are there, there to protect us from this happening are just like uh, I guess I they got purchased. Let them purchase because they got purchased. Let them and the, the thing the is, well, we're like, eh, we won't fight the well, government. That, we'll just buy it. <laughs> the Sprint and T-Mobile. Well, you know what? It's better than Sprint going under. So, um, and I don't know anyone who loves Sprint. So yeah, let's let them merge. No, but it's like this is and this is why like I, anybody oh, capitalism's like nah, not really. This isn't like a free market. You don't like no one can just with enough hard work and a really good idea can just make it to like, you know, up, make it with the, like the Titans. You know what I mean? Like no one's, no one can just create a Google cause Google wouldn't allow it. It's, you know but it, I mean? it, and it is systematic. I mean, there are so many, so many complications. And I know some of our listeners really want us to talk about that, like struggling as a business. Um, it, just the concept, just the concept of modern day healthcare is something that I don't even know how a business handles. Their profits have to be so high in order to offer that to their employees. And of course, most of the businesses are are changing what they offer. I don't know. I don't know how I don't know how you're huge without being gigantic. Or I don't know how, how you're profitable without being gigantic. Well, I think say. the problem is is that we refuse to allow these titans, these giants to crumble. Like, why did Fox and Disney merge? Is it because Fox was going to go under? Then you know what? They should have just been lent to gone under. They should have let them go. And the people that are passionate about entertainment and making films and things like that, things like that, buy up the assets they have to sell off mm-hmm. and let small, like let what? 10 or 12 other indie companies try and f- at least give them the opportunity to fill the void. I think what's going on is that the stock market is the the government wants to protect the people from a stock market crash because they don't want us to enter into a depression as a result of a single company failing. But instead, what they do is they just bring that company back. They're like, okay, here's the tools that you need to just be bigger. 
Oh, and by the way, the guy that failed the entire company this year, he could still have his multi-million dollar bonus. That's well, this okay. Is, this is We're going to let that. We're going to let I, that slide. I have a problem with this and Gunner might be able to answer this. So, I have a little inside information on um the airlines. And some of the airlines, mm-hmm. at least one that I've I have kind of somewhat intimate knowledge of on how the inside operates, they had a relatively large cash reservoir and they well, did not Right. One of the, the only they, one they, that I can only say for sure this one because I know somebody that works on the inside at a pretty high position. So they refused any type of government assistance. And the reason they they said we're just going to use we're going to hopefully ride this out and with the cash flow that we have. Unfortunately, they thought this is going to be a couple weeks and now the forecast is looking like months and they're like we're not going to be able to have all our people stay on. We probably have to do massive layoffs and the fact is um, that 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 kind of bars you from getting any type of these like very very low interest loans and and money for the government. Now the problem is, what I've been told is, if they take this money, which they're going to have to now, in order to keep their people employed, the government, well, the, the gov, well that and the government now has in, now has equity in the company, meaning it can make some yeah. decisions or at least sway some decisions. This is my problem. Uh, when when the bailout happened with the giant banks that knew this shit was going to happen when when in two thousand eight, I didn't hear anything about the government having equity in any of those banks that they, they bailed did. out. They did. Did they? Well, okay. Yeah. They did. Okay. They fair did. enough then. Fair enough then. Because, but in that case, it was different, right? Because, because it, 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 that was insolvency. Yeah. Right. Well, in it's, this it's, case, it's, it's actual the economic depression. And because Gunner, we're both well, talking it's, it's at the same time. You go ahead. All right. I'm sorry. Well, it's the concept of an institutional investor. Basically, it's like I'm going to call it's it's you know, it's one thing if you or I go buy like stock through an exchange and we get like one share, but it's like okay, you guys are undercapitalized right now to actually just do normal operations. We'll cough up, but we need we need this this percentage of the company as basically collateral. And we have to make sure, you know, like if you're going to take this money from us, you also have we we want kind of a say in how you do business because we don't want you to do something fucking immensely stupid that's going to cost right us back. that investment. And we'll give you the opportunity. To buy, we'll give you the opportunity to buy us out at some point, you know. And like most institutional, like most, like the government usually doesn't do it at a profit. You know, basically, it's like okay, you buy out, you know, like whatever the converted value is. Like, basically, you you give us, we loan you this money. We want these, we want these percentage, the percentage of the company is, you know, and that was a big deal when they fucking did it in the two, like in two thousand eight during the financial crisis because that was kind of a big step into, you know, yeah. the, the government had not had that much influence over private business before. There was always that kind of like we're not going to do these things, but it, it's it's. You know, when they're like companies that are effectively national infrastructure, um, the closest I can think of is when Chrysler almost went out of business in the late 70s, early 80s. It happens on a smaller scale, too. Um, I I came from the insurance sector and um, the New York State will take over the will take over your insurance company. Yep. If if your if your profits aren't 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 doing well, and it's not so much the profits, it's it's yep. the idea of being solvent. And when with insurance, it's like if all of a sudden all of your policyholders all put in a claim on the exact same day, you don't have enough money. You yeah. simply don't have enough money to pay out. Now, 
if your if the business model that you've created, if the risk, if the risk and payout process that you've created allows you to be taken out by something small, like a small storm, well, you've done something wrong. Yeah. Or, or 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 something that maybe not a storm, but maybe something that's high risk, right? Like fail to acknowledge a risk and fail to put that into your insurance policy, which of course that pisses people off because <laughs> Insurance is one of those things you're usually forced into getting. And then, Act of God. And then the moment that you need it, there's a line on your policy that says that they don't cover for that. So a lot of people get bitter about that. But um, unfortunately, insurance lives in contract law and you don't read the fucking contract. You don't know what insurance you're getting. Therefore, you're really just signing your name on something that's being forced upon you because some law is has, has just created the mandate for that. Like with house insurance, you need it if you have a mortgage. With car insurance, you need it if so you want to like, drive on our highways. Gunnar, I think you're a little delayed, which is fine, but I think it's why we're talking over each other. But go ahead. Okay. One of the things I found out is, um, so, uh, you know, again, not that I got that deep into it before the fucking, the, 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 the great repression, the, the great repression began. Um, but like content or what is it? Uh, business interruption insurance. Yeah. Like, the way that that's interpreted is that oh, that God. is that is the biggest fucking that is the biggest fucking scam I have ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Because well, because you know that the, the letters are going out right now, right? Is that what is that what you're segueing to? Is that right now with this COVID nineteen that the insurance companies are all sending out business interruption disclaimers? Yes. Do you know this, Wade? No. Yeah. If you're a small business and you buy business interruption well, they, insurance, they, it's actually excluded. If your business is shut down because of government action, the words are on your fucking policy. They What's anticipate the point, this then? shit because it's it's supposed to be for for um essentially if if the insurance company paid it out, right? The insurance yeah. company would would just be insolvent. So they know. They look at their risks and they're like there's no way we can stay in business. If, if, if an event like this were to occur, it's a, a lot of them have a similar clause for terrorism. And after nine 11, um, it was actually a pretty big problem because in New York city, uh, a, a lot of those events were not covered and it actually made the businesses never come back. And that's, that's kind of a mean thing, right? We well, say, kind of, Oh, no, like it's a fucking shitty thing because I mean, you could, couldn't you argue that for anything? Oh, there was a hurricane. Well, the government said everything's locked down right now until the hurricanes pass. Sorry, your business and your business well, interruption insurance yeah, is not allowed. Well, I, I have a I have a different perspective, and Gunnar, I'm sorry to be talking over this. Um, I have a different perspective because I am I'm actually uh, I actually have an associates in insurance. I went through all the course material at my last employer, and I really do understand why they created these clauses. They created the clauses so that something that ha- like that happened to AIG with the housing crisis doesn't happen. Now, with that, it was emotions that drove the that drove the economy, right? And people started walking away from their mortgages at a rate that had never been seen um, um, in the in the United States history. When it comes to stuff like your business or your home, right, or your apartment, right, there's only a few things that can make everyone file a claim at the exact same time. And those things have all happened before. So the insurance actually, the insurance companies generally, with the exception of terrorism, which a lot of them didn't have, it it was on there, but a lot of the people just didn't think that it was important, right? I mean, before 9-11, 
if you saw that it said we will cover you for all of these losses unless a terrorist attack happens, unless you're in an area that's constantly getting car bombings, what would you think that means? Right. You wouldn't think that like the world trade towers collapse and make the entire block and blocks near it that, that you live or you work on completely inoperable. You just don't, it's hard to envision an act of terrorism to that scale. And to think about starting your business afterwards. I mean, if a bomb was dropped on the city, well, your business surviving is the last thing that you're going to worry about. So these clauses are in there. They're actually in there to protect the insurance company because the insurance company can afford it, but the rates have to be influenced on that. So what happened was there's actually was a terrorist fund um, that that the that the federal government created and and it's getting fed by these policies and it's actually there's there now is terrorist coverage um, prior to 9/11 there really wasn't terrorist coverage on most policies I believe the government actually mandated it has to be there now yeah but you know then you have the counter argument like somebody's somebody that's out in the middle of nowhere saying, why the fuck am I paying for terrorist coverage right now when I'm out in the middle of nowhere and I'm really not concerned about a terrorist attack, right? Back to the mentality that if somebody drops a bomb in the city, the last thing I fucking care, what they really want is, hey, if my roof leaks, you know, it, it, some, it, you know if something along those lines happens, but um, flood, most, a, a lot of major weather events that aren't specifically named like wind and stuff like that. Wind is usually covered, but stuff like flooding, flooding is almost never covered. If the water comes up from the ground, it's not covered. If it comes down from the roof, it's covered. <laughs> I mean, it's that specific in the wording. So, I mean, go ahead and talk on her. I know you, you were crying for a while there. So again, and this gets into like the 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 the, the caveat because it, you know you can say that it's also the customer, but do you think that part of the problem is that risk is not being allowed to be adequately assessed co- correctly? Uh, no, I think because I'm oh, sorry, it, it, you asked like, a question, but keep talking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I know, like I just like we're because you know the. Because to your point, yes, is that like they'd go fucking broke if they had to cover these policies. But the thing is, is that much like how like the U.S. government kind of sat on these, you know, like the, the 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 sat on the outbreak and the fact that like we've we've known that something like at least from a strategic planning perspective, like as any threat to the the con- continued operation of the United States. This was a realistically planned scenario for multiple years and multiple administrations. We knew that something like this was going to uh, say we didn't know when specifically, but this was this was a known scenario that was going to be encountered oh, by the country it? at some point. Well, no, but and that's who what I'm saying is it? it like how do you handle pays it? For it? It's it's not well, that the it's, risk it's, can't be measured. Price, it's who the fuck pays for it because that's all that matters, right? What matters is that the banks get their mortgage payment on your house. Yeah. And the banks don't know how to how to keep the rates flow. So they're like, okay, well, uh, why are people walking away from their mortgages? Oh, well, it looks like that the, the cost to repair is too high. Okay, well, what are, what are they repairing? Oh, I don't know. We had half of a city that couldn't afford to repair the roofs. It was too expensive. So they ended up defaulting on their mortgage. Okay, well, what if we mandate that they have insurance? The insurance policies always cover for wind. 
right? And what you're really doing is you're kind of like you're you're playing this game of of like of market, um, cont- not I don't even want to say control reaction maybe, where you want the average person, right? The 80-20 rule, 80% of people, you want 80% of people to be able to walk in, be a good, honest human being. And when something unexpected happens, the insurance can kick in and help them out. And that doesn't work when the whole city gets flooded. No, no, You're out of business, no, you, no, right? It, How do you cover that? There's no way to. It's so, so what happens is they mandate that you have insurance and then the insurance company is actually responsible for lecturing you about not having any coverage in a flood zone. Mm-hmm. And as you can see, because we've had, you know, with like Hurricane Katrina, we had entire city, <laughs> entire cities that are underwater and people just have to walk away. I mean, they have to walk away from their homes. Somehow they were able to get a mortgage, get insurance and not actually get the insurance that they needed at their um, uh, sea level or, you know, below you know, whatever, whatever elevation at their elevation. So I, I don't know. I, I know what you're saying, Gunnar. I know that some of these, these risks can be forecasted, like, like some terrorist risks can be forecasted. They can warn the insurance company, but the, the, the people that invest in the insurance company are humans like you and I, and it, it, you don't want to trigger an emotional response either. Right. I mean, it's all to protect this monster. That is the economy prevent us from going into a recession or depression. And it's all interlinked and it's fucking complex and it's really, really, really hard to fix, especially when there's major gigantic conglomerate companies sitting at the top, um, playing puppet master with, with, with so many facets of the economy. I mean, it's, is it just a sense of it's just too big? Like the whole thing's just a bundled mess of like strings and wires, and it just can't. Uh, it's like Tetsuo and Akira. It's just <laughs> just blown up so big it can't really do anything except crush its friends and the people it it loves. It yes. might be, and in in some ways, in some ways, and we're kind of getting into um, into uh, my brain's getting going towards healthcare, um, which I don't know if we can turn that into an AMC acronym. Another. Medical American, conversation. <laughs> American metal, American medicine. Uh, come on, come on, come on. Think of a C word here. American conundrum. American, <laughs> American conundrum. medicine conundrum. Um, it, it's like people are like, oh well, let's let's have a universal system. I mean, I, I'm I'm a year I'm a year in at this point. On, well, actually, not quite. In July, I'll be a year in on this universal healthcare system. It is fucking. It is very expensive. Yeah, <laughs> it is but very, I mean, very expensive. The coverage is not great, and and that's going through a private insurer. I don't Trace, know what it's going to look like if it goes through the government. And Trace, the problem is, is that the costs are high as as a result of so many other factors that the insurance companies can't fix that problem, and the government won't be able to either. Could I mean? It's unfair, I think, to talk about a ra- – it's not really a radical idea. Plenty of countries have it. But in this country, it's quite radical, the idea of universal health care, although we already have forms of universal health care for certain people. Um, but it's unfair to talk about, well, how do you afford it when you don't unlock absolutely everything in the American budget? And when I say that, I mean the fucking military. 
We've been spending so much of our budget on military on, on military spending, and I think we're at a point now. We have so many people that depend on insurance that, and a lot of people that can't afford it. We have people like yourself who are trying to go into business and 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 keep their family insured. That frankly, I mean, you're tossing money, hundreds of dollars, I'm sure, a month away. I, I'm just. I'm just having that assurance that your family will be taken care of. And even and when they are taken care of, I'd imagine your premiums and shit are so are not your premiums, excuse me, your co-pays and your out-of-pocket maxes are so high. It's almost like where you question, well, Jesus, for this year on what I spent, would it have been better to go out with it, without insurance aside from having to pay that fine, essentially? We spend we sp- our dental's out of pocket. Yeah. And our monthly premium is sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, that's fucking insane, dude. And I'm really happy that your company's doing well and that you, you can afford that. But like, do you really think it's fair that you have to pay that much money just to have your family healthy or just to ensure they're, it's not even really insuring, but at least to give them a shot at being healthy. But, but the, the, the problem really is, is that it's, it's a systematic problem. So it, the, the cost of the cost of healthcare is too high. So the insurance premiums are reflective of the cost of healthcare. So taking out the insurance industry only takes down a certain small administrative overhead of the overall cost of that care. Mm. You making the chair keeper or the care cheaper is is a systematic change. And that's right. something that the government, I really don't feel like they're going to be able to do. I mean, unless they start using executive order like they did with these, um, you know, like like turning a car manufacturer into uh into a healthcare um uh, parts supplier. I don't want to use the word parts, uh, equipment supplier, unless they use an executive order like that. But fuck, I mean, it took, it took uh, half of the fucking States to be on lockdown before the government made that call. I don't see that happening just so that our healthcare is cheaper. Uh, at least I don't, I, I, I don't see it happening with any of the candidates that we have today. Do you, do you see it happening though? I mean, this is kind of example, right? Like you've heard the, the white house came out and say, we don't want anyone to worry about, you know, being financially ruined by COVID-19, like any yeah. COVID-19 related testing and yeah. things in care, mm-hmm. the I, government's going to help with, they're going to take care of or whatever. They well, say they that. They say that, right? Yeah. But why would they do that? Well, because, this is a threat to people's health. Like we're talking about people's health. Yeah, is this not they, kind they, of the catalyst they say that possibly? For other reasons. I get it. But is this not kind like, of the catalyst some, for the conversation won't start. of yeah. like, of like, okay, well, so, should we so not it's be twofold, right? Our health? It's yeah. twofold, right? Wade, this is why I say, you know, Sanders created the virus and he's going to win. And then we're going to have healthcare. It's going to all work out. Right. If you really want to go crazy down the conspiracy hole, it was created by, it was created by somebody who wanted the government to, to to uh, to be in charge of our healthcare, maybe, probably not, but maybe. But then, if you have the other side, right? We're like we're like the current administration saying, "Hey, you're going to be covered." Of course, they're going to say that, but their motives are so fucking different, right? They're not saying you're going to be covered because they want universal healthcare, right? They're saying they're saying you're going to be covered because they want us to keep going out and shopping. Like they they're like, "No, you're going to be covered. Keep buying stuff." They don't want the economy to tank. They don't want their stocks to decline. And this is why it's so fucked up, right? And this is why, like, the op, the opposing side is like the conspiracies are so believable because it's like, well, if if we really care more about the economy than the health of our of of our citizens, it's kind of fucking stupid. 
then then how <laughs> crazy is it to think that we would infect our citizens to prove how important the health care of them is, right? Is it not yeah, one of the best? But there's no that? economy without citizens. There, no economy, no citizens. Or excuse me, opposite. No citizens, no economy. So you're like. Well, but I mean, citizen carries a lot of weight there. Sure. I mean, if the citizens, if the citizens are essentially, you know, in a Big Brother esque world, you know, nineteen eighty four esque world, or twenty twenty, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever year you want to pick, I was trying to pick the novel. Yeah, I'm um, trying to. I'm trying to. I was making a, a comment that we are we are pretty much there right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in that world, then uh, what does the word citizen mean? It doesn't really have the same meaning as before. I actually, I, and of course, we're back on COVID and whatever. Um, I, I guess we had no choice but to get there. And we are at an hour, by the way. So we don't get to get to the other AMCs, I guess. Oh, well. um, <laughs> they, they kind of sucked. I kind of like another Mandarin Cheeto. That's, I think that was a good one. Um, maybe that'll be our third AMC uh, for the series. But like... Um, there was one of the news reporters and he's kind of under fire uh, for saying it, but he's like, um, he's like, I'd rather die of this virus than be a prisoner in my own home. You're a fucking well, idiot. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I'll be coming off you in your fucking house then and I'll take whatever you got. It's fine. Well, you'd rather die the, there. I mean, you're not a fucking prisoner. You, you're doing what you have to do for the betterment of, of our health. Well, you know, and this there's 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 a lot of the the conspiracy this conspiracy thing has been coming full tinge now too, but because it's not even it's not even about it's not even about you. This is the fucking problem. It's not even about you. It's because unfortunately we're all made of meat, and fucking the thing that's like being such a pain in the balls right now. You can be perfectly fine as far as not having any symptoms or anything like that, but you can just fucking carry it around like my mother. So my sister and my effective brother-in-law came to visit today you know and they had mask and everything on and my sister's a clinical nurse and like we, we you know like again you're, you're taking your chances like you know like we did the social distancing thing they had we each had mask on everything like that and my mother being as incredibly drunk as she was just decided that she had to hug noah and it's like what the fuck is you know it's 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 not i saw a volunteer firefighter today parked on the side of the road Face breathing into somebody else. Yeah, I his, saw his vehicle was still running. It was just pulled over on the side of the road as one of his buddies, and yep. they were like mouth to mouth, right? And part of me is like, I want to take a picture of this, post it on social media, and just you know, expose. Of course, I never do that to a volunteer firefighter. <laughs> that would be a dumb idea. Um, it, simply because he's putting himself in other risks that I am not in my life. And I do appreciate right. his, his, his service and his efforts. However, right. It, it's also an example. It could also be a son, right? I mean, it could be very close, very, very close family member that could he's, be a lover. he's in close quarters. No, no. Usually could be a lover. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a lot going on there. Um, kind of double meaning to the word flamer there. Oh, come on now. Not safe. <laughs> not safe. Not, not safe, safe in 2020. Can't make those jokes anymore. Um, no. And and I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm like, but we're already traveling less, right? Mm-hmm. The stores are open less hours. And we're honestly, man, the stores are a big problem. At, at, at what point in time is this guy not right? 
and we should be able to have the liberty to do something. Maybe you choose three people that that you're just like, okay, we're going to sign a little COVID contract and you and I are okay throwing it back and forth. I'm actually, I'm almost at the point where I wish I had it already. Well, and but, honestly, like, Sean and I both think we maybe we had already. Yeah. But here's my, here's my thing, Trace. How about then make a deal? Everything goes on a true lockdown with the exception of hospitals. No, no food, no nothing. You, you get, a, you get three weeks to stock up. If you can't stock up a hotline to help you out, to give you rations of food for two weeks. And for two weeks, everyone stays the fuck inside. And I mean, no one goes out for nothing. After that two weeks, do run wild. Go do whatever the fuck you want to do. If we've not beaten it by then and we haven't been able to get rid of it by then, we we gave it our best shot. But we're doing this half-assed throughout half the country where people are still going to bars for gatherings and shit, even though they've been warned not to. We're, we're not doing like a shutdown like they have in Asia and in Korea and in China where it's like, no, you go to jail if you fucking if 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 you leave. Well, well, We've Co- not first really of done all, it. Korea Korea is is an excellent example because they have they did a lot of testing. Yeah, so they well, have a yeah, very low mortality rate, and they have a they they were able to contain the spread by 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 tons and tons of testing. Sure. Um, they have government provided healthcare, so that again is kind of kind of is an argument towards the fact that that maybe we should be there. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I know a lot of people that aren't happy. Um, with with the way that the government does provide healthcare right now, but um, you know maybe maybe that's an argument in their favor. But if I don't have a test, I don't know if I have it. I'm yeah, being t- right. told to stay home. I, I, <sighs> Whose fault is it that we don't have the test though? I we didn't take this seriously when it when it first came out, and this and the and the narrative has tried to been spent. The narrative was try they tried to spin it. But it, well, it was not taken seriously when, we, when so it first came out. There's, 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 there's a, there's a few thing, there's a few things at play here, Wade. Yeah. So that, um, so this is where this gets back and forth. So I, I think that a lot of the talk that goes around, like from the, uh, he kind of sat down on that whole China, the China Chinese virus thing that wasn't productive. But who really, dro- the, the who, the World Health Organization, really fucking dropped the ball on this. Because at the end of December, Taiwanese, you know, like the Taiwanese doctors were telling them that they saw human to human transmission. Yeah. And the CCP basically has gained this huge amount of influence in the WHO and kept that under wraps until the end of January. Right. So, we, like, at the, at, at, like at the start of, at the end of last year, they knew that there was going to be like a SARS style outbreak. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And we could have, you know, and again, like there's, there's the, like, there's a whole series of, he said, she said, whatever the track, you know, like there's the thing, there was a New York post or a New York times story that came out today that Navarro was telling Trump that there was going to be a fucking huge, like, you know, this was going to be a massive problem at the end of January and then the middle of February, you know, like we need to like get a fucking travel ban in place. And, you know, people are fucking fighting, you know, the rats are fighting over like trying to keep it, keep the news from going around their neck per se i know it's not sure. a good metaphor you know china's almost the perfect storm for this place for this virus to start uh, uh, and, 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 and a government a government that's inter- most, intrinsically yeah, attempting to deny reality they're the most yeah they're the most populated country in the world and they have one of the best government filtering systems that prevents this information from getting out 
It's like it's almost like they're this little hotbed for viruses. And well, and, and they and they have massive amounts of control over their it's that's a what very I mean, yeah. involved, yeah, like involved yeah. with their citizens so, and things and their people. Yeah, so, and they're, so and they're willing to the kill a couple million people. For, yeah, for, even when the World for, Health for Organization knows about this, you know, you still like you try to respect you try to respect the government's stance on its secrecy and on its own internal boundaries, right? Because you have a relationship with that country. And then on the other side of that respect is the rest of the fucking world. Because it's not the Chinese health organization. It's the World Health Organization. But from what I understand, um, Trump's actually playing hardball right now with them. Yes. And I, again, it's, it's I, I mean, like. I'm not, see, I'm not, I'm not being critical of what he's doing now. I'm being critical of the first impressions when he first started, people first started asking about it. And it was kind of like, man, it's not going to be that big of a deal. He didn't make it seem like it was going to be this to be like this. And no, now he said we'd all be back to work by Easter. <laughs> and that was even after. He, was, he started changing his tune even before that. Yeah. As things kind of got more and more grim. But the point I thought Gunner was going to get to was about the testing. Um, some interesting yeah. things have happened, right? So, the, of course, you know, the states are kind of acting on their own in a lot of ways. The government is, is stepping in with some things. But, like, like our governor here said, let New York State worry about its testing. Yes. You worry about getting us supplies. So it was actually offered to us, or I shouldn't say it was offered, but it was an option. And that's interesting to me because I haven't really seen a whole bunch of people saying, Hey, got tested, which I realized that a negative test doesn't mean that you might not have it um, because you might just, it just hasn't, you know, uh, reproduced enough in your, in your system to shoot, to, to, uh, for to test positive, you know, like any viral infection, but uh, the lack of testing, I still find to be very, very suspect. Why the fuck aren't we? Why the fuck don't we have tests? Why right. do you have to have a fever and symptoms that dr drag you out of your house to a doctor just in order to get tested? Right. Well, and and, and the other problem is, is that effectively, two countries were the primary producers for the precursor chemicals for testing of COVID-19. And that's Taiwan and South Korea. And they're also the both, the both the ones that have the lowest infection rates because they both could do preemptive testing. But like South Korea basically burned through their entire stockpile of those precursor chemicals doing their own in-country testing, which this gets into the problem, a bigger problem, which is that effectively with the advent of globalization and single source supplier things, because it's like, it's cheaper to transport something than to manufacture it locally. We kind of fucking, you know, again, it's the toilet paper problem on mass. Yeah. I'm not, it's, I'm not, we don't, like I said, I'm not, I'm not blaming, uh, Trump for the, I mean, I, it would have been nice if we kind of had our asses in gear in late January on trying to get tests and trying to beef up for it. But really, he didn't. He didn't really take start taking action until March. How I, I just don't understand how hospitals and churches or whatever parking lots we can have not just come out and said, "Please come and get tested." How the fuck has that not occurred yet? I I don't, we, I, we, I don't I, know. It completely blows my mind. And Gunner, you might be right. It might be because of of limited 
of limited resources when it comes to uh, what it takes to create it. But you know what? South Korea fucking figured it out. Yeah. No, and we we could we could have done it. Fucking! I don't think for a second it has to do with that. I think it comes down to some large organization saying we're going to do it. And it's weird because like, it's weird because like, like our presence, like, Oh, it looks like Google's coming up with something. It's like, what do you mean? It looks like, how can they even work on it without consulting you? Like since when <laughs> is, is a government body not engaged when you make a drug or you make a test for a virus what do you mean? Maybe I, I, it blows my fucking mind. It blows my fucking mind. It's, <laughs> can I, can I, I found a timeline with some cherry picked lines by Trump with dates next to them. <laughs> yeah. January 22nd. We have it totally under control. It's one person coming in from China. February 2nd. We pretty much shut it down coming in from China. It's going to be fine. February 24th. The coronavirus is very much under control in the USA. Stock market starting to look very good to me. February 25th. CDC and my administration are doing a great job of handling coronavirus. I think that I think that's a problem that's going to go away. They have studied it. They know very much. In fact, we're very close to a vaccine. But PS, I'm pretty sure earliest estimates of vaccine are January of next year. I, I so there's 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 so, a, there's a there's an interesting this is all thing. this is all right near beginning of March. It really, literally March 10th. He said it will go away. Just stay calm. It will go away. March 13th, national national emergency declaration. So I, I so I I, I, I I sorry. Go ahead, Trace. I have I have timeline. I have a timeline that 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 I really really enjoyed, and and it kind of goes more into Gunner's argument here about the World Health Organization. Yeah. Um, and this was posted by somebody who is always comes to our president's defense when we argue on Facebook. However, this is one of the rare people that doesn't come back with as much opinion as they do facts. And I like that, right? Yes. Um, Timeline. January 6th, CDC issues, this is taken from the CDC's website, by the way. January 6th, CDC issues a travel advisory for Wuhan. January 11th, CDC tweets about a corona-related pneumonia outbreak in China. January 14th, the World Health Organization tweets that there is no evidence of human-to-human transmission. They made jokes about people be- taking it too seriously. There were, there were actual social media jokes about like people are getting all excited over nothing. January 17th, CDC starts doing health screenings at three airports of travelers from China. January 21st, the first case in the United States for someone who traveled directly from Wuhan. January 23rd, the World Health Organization again says that there's no human-to-human transmission outside of China. January 27th, World Health Organization raises an alert level, but it's still saying China has it contained. January 28th, CDC states, while the CDC considers COVID a serious situation and is taking preparedness measures, the immediate risk to the United States is considered low. January 29th, the White House announces the Coronavirus Task Force is created despite the World Health Organization downplaying the threat. January 31st, 
Trump bans all travel from China. <laughs> now, when you listen to the events that way, right? John, yeah. So just cutting in, John Prine just died. And um, who was that? Uh, well, he's like one. He's like one of the. It's he's one of basically the premier country songwriters of the last century. Did he but die like, from the virus? Yes, he, he he died from the human malware, the human zero day flaw. Yes. Oh wow. Um, and and what what's what's crazy is this was happening like during during the end of the impeachment trials. Trump was acquitted on on February fifth. Yep. And he says that he was distracted. He was too distracted by it to be. And and that same day he was acquitted, the Speaker of the House, right? Isn't that, that his role, Chuck Schumer? Do I have no, that that's right? The, that's the, he's the he's well, he's the the head of the minority party in the Senate. Oh, okay, the Senate. Um, Chuck Schumer, in a tweet, says Trump's travel ban from China was premature. He that's not going to age well. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I no well, because, no because and 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 here's the thing because like here's here's the problem is that nobody at the wheel is actually like really really kind of built for this. Built for this. I mean, like it's, sadly, it's like fucking Cuomo is the only one that even fucking like it, 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 you know like fucking backroom scumbag dealing aside. Cuomo's the only one that's at least like showing any fucking like discussion of leadership. And I mean, like, you know, from a from a direct influence on us, this is a very it, centric thing. If he created the virus to become president, it's going to work. It, yes. <laughs> no, but, it, you know, it's like even even, the, you know, because I'm like some some of our uh, high school compatriots there, you know, like uh, a certain one in particular has some very strong opinions on some of the stuff that they're, they're doing right now, like liberating medical supplies from upstate for downstate but it's like you know to yeah. his point is that like this is going to move throughout here we gotta you know like it's yeah i mean washington, we, we, we have resource washington state's that, releasing some of the resources that they've borrowed now yes because the, the the gist of it is is that we can't we can't depend on the feds yeah Oh, it's scary. Well, we we tried to avoid the topic. We got there though. It's it's all consuming though. I mean, I I go to work. I'm I'm fortunate enough to be an essential, considered essential, and I I get to go to work and get paid. So I I, I won't complain about that. But everyone else, it's really what they're dealing with. It's just they're dealing with being inside and their normal lives being disrupted. And I totally understand that. Uh, it sucks. We need more tests. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. We need to identify who the sick people are and put them in quarantine. Yeah, or we just or we just make everyone hang out in their home, right? Or we just completely shut yeah, it down for right. like, which is two kind weeks. of kind of where we're at. We're slowing I, it, and um, yeah. and and I did hear that the um that the number of deaths in New York State have declined for the first for the first day since the outbreak well, started. Yeah, but we nice. we got to make sure that people are freaking not, you know. We're we're uh, well, actually Madison County's technically the second most active infection area out of all New York state at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Upstate New York, the County we live in per capita for all of upstate New York has the highest infection rate, which is crazy because I don't know anyone who has gotten tested. Well, I mean like Syracuse had the drive-in that was because the other thing is Syracuse was one of the few testing centers that was still up and running in the, which is in Oneida County though. But it, it, you know, like I had to go get a prescription for my father on Saturday and I know that we're not supposed to, you know, like I know it's not like the end of the world, like fucking hide hide from the sentinels trying to hunt you, 
but the number of people I saw out, like just not. I saw kids at the not, skate park today. I I had to go to the, the dollar is, store. Yeah. I had to go to the dollar store. I was the, the only person. To... Yeah. Sorry. I had to go to the dollar store. I was the only person in our age group that had a fucking mask on. Everybody else was a fucking, you know, like a septuagenarian. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it yet. I'm not doing it. I know that the, that the CDC says they recommend face masks for all, for anyone leaving their home right now. And, and I don't disagree with that recommendation, but I, I'm not doing it. I feel that. Well, I have to do it because my father's immunocompromised. And I get that. I completely get that. That being said, probably not a great idea to have your sister, who's a healthcare worker, come over and visit. (laughs) Just some advice. Well, the problem is my sister is still an active, active clinical. Yeah, I mean, so she's seeing pe- she's seeing people. Actually, the, the, that's the problem is that like fucking. She, so she, um, yeah, my sister works for an organization that's particularly hated by a certain right wing groups because they oh, provide women's health care services. All the other nurses basically said, "Fuck that, we're not coming in." You yeah. can just call it Planned Parenthood. <laughs> well, they're killing the babies. All they do is I, kill I didn't the babies. Explicitly, because you know it's kind of easy to figure out. But but God forbid women have basic you know hygienic and, and well, like basic uh, you needs. know basic yeah basic women's health care. But yeah, because like you know, and but there the was thing more is, babies she, killed by abortion last night. Well, no, but she also adults killed by. Corona. She, she, but she, you know, but she also serves a, a, you know, like she's working at a clinic that serves like a very, you know, like poor at risk population, community. at risk yeah. community. And that's, you know, Planned Parenthood isn't just women's health. I mean, like effectively, they're the, pri- they're one of the primary clinics, period, that people are going to go see. I mean, like, you know, they're not doing testing, but like it's not just, you know, it's not just lady bits. I mean, that's that that is effectively a primary healthcare provider for a very significant number of people. Do you have to be a teenager? Can I just switch my health insurance plan to Planned Parenthood? <laughs> come I mean, home it's, with it's, it's come actually, home with like with like free economy condoms, like the cheapest ones. Whatever they hand out, maybe they hand out good ones. <laughs> I've never gotten condoms from that place, but I, I, I was always told growing up that it was a that was a good place for contraceptives. I'm sorry. Wait's like wait's like when does this episode this end? This fucking episode. I'm 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 in a Facebook. I'm in a, yeah. We're in a, we're a, I'm in a Facebook argument with somebody on the in an NPR story. So this is gonna go. Bad. Uh, yeah, I'm also raging on Facebook slightly, but from the shadows. Uh, I just it's. I love, love, love I don't, I don't, the I don't laugh emoji. I don't when people to, I don't, are doing something serious, it just pop up that laugh emoji because you think it's a yeah. fucking joke. It's, it's the closest thing right. to a thumbs down that you have. You're damn right. Throw that shade with a smile. I don't need to be. I don't need to be right. Even the so mad face about. doesn't work sometimes because it almost no. seems like an empathetic mad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm mad. I'm, I'm mad. You got to deal with this. No, just yeah. Just you're laugh. serious about this, and I'm just laughing about it. You're just it. laughing. Yeah, it's even better than a thumbs down. That's right. All right, folks. That's uh, that's gonna be it for tonight. We've run quite over. Um, you know, give us a like, a listen. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. I don't care. <laughs> tell everybody. Tell, tell tell your frenemies. Yeah, left, right, center. I don't give a shit. Listen. Tell your tell your enemies. You, I don't care if you're queer. I don't care if you're gay. We play we we play both kinds of music here, gay and lesbian. I don't care if you want to marry your dog. 
Well, actually, that's that's a little weird because the dog can't actually give consent. But that's, that's true. Regardless, so if, well, that's, if, no, no, no. We're done. You were a, <laughs> the episode's over, Gunner. If you're a xenosexual, you had, you had all the time in the world to talk about xenosexual. If it's xenosexual, we're, we're that's done. different. We are done. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll catch you later. Gunner, take them out. Ride, ride the snake. Ride the snake. Marry the snake. Ride the snake. Ride the snake.